Hello and welcome to the Moncast. A podcast where we watch Pokemon and Digimon in tandem and discuss the similarities and differences that they share. My name's Sam. And my name's Stevie. And we're both really sick today. The score currently stands at 17.15 to Pokemon and this time we're watching episode 33. The Flame Pokemonathon and Out on the Town. first episode we are watching this time is the Flame Pokemonathon. The gang end up at the Safari Zone. Except it's not the Safari Zone, so why would they say that they're there? They're actually at the Big P Ranch, which is not at all ridiculous sounding. They meet a girl who has a ponytail who invited them to stay the night as tomorrow they have a big race where the winner can join the Laramie clan who own the ranch. That evening, the girl is injured and Ash gets asked to take her place in the race because Ash is some sort of prophesied hero who must always get involved and win every event they stumble across, even though there are people who have spent their entire lives training for these sort of things. So Ash, Brock and Misty all enter the race, with Ash riding on Ponytar in the girl's place. As they ride, people are caught in traps that have been set by Team Rocket, who has been employed by the rival du jour so that they can win and they can get rich when they join this clan somehow. As the race progresses, Ash and the rival are left being the only two left in the race, when Ponytar decides to evolve for no apparent reason, causing Ash to win and whatever, they don't care. Why does Ash always have to win? Because he's going to be the very best like no one ever was. I thought of something that bothers me. I understand why they do it, but in Pokemon, it seems to always be that Ash is this chosen prophesized hero. They've done it with the fighting competition. They've done it with... Quite a few gym battles. Well, not necessarily the gym battles, but when they turn up at, you know... But there are things where, like, especially with the fighting tournament, there are people who have trained months of their lives to, for this competition. Ash just happened to court a primate the day before, gets to the place, oh, I'll enter it, and wins. And then to this in this episode, this isn't where they're supposed to be. They're in a completely different place. They're just, just there. They meet the woman, I forgot her name. But then stuff has to happen, and the one who's training for this race is no longer in this race, and Ash has to take that position and win, because no one's allowed to just let Ash spectate in some amazing thing. It would have been really cool if he'd actually sat and watched the race happen. They could learn about bonds with Pokemon. But no, he has to do it. He has to win the race and do the thing. Yeah, okay, I get that it's all about Ash and his adventure, but, you know, maybe not have it all about the Ash. It would have been pretty cool if maybe Misty, I don't, I don't know. It would have been quite good for them to have just maybe not won. Ash doesn't have to win everything all the time just because he can, because he's just there. I think I'm a bit salty. Yeah, just a bit. Ash does sort of do everything, but Ko gets to take part in the race as well, at least. Yeah, but they're just literally there for no reason. If they were there and if they weren't there, that doesn't change anything. But they got to have fun. They could have just been left cheering him on from the sidelines, but they took part. I suppose, yeah, and a lot of the time they do end up being the ones who are just sat in the audience watching Ash win the things all the time. So it's good to see them at least take part in something. Okay, ran over. So it starts off with them walking through the forest, which is like a staple for the gang now. They always seem to be either lost or walking for a forest. Do you reckon we spend more time in the forest with Pokemon or more time in the desert with Digimon? Forest with Pokemon, hands down. Yeah, I think it's more forest with Pokemon. Because they've been to different places in Digimon, but now they're in the human world where there's less forest stuff. 
There are still forests, but, you know, it was mostly the summer camp. But they still seem to either start or end the episode of Pokemon going into a forest or coming out of a forest. Or generally being lost. And speaking of lost, they are kind of lost in this episode. Because it starts off in them saying that they're in the Safari Zone. But then they're not. But it does seem a bit weird that they think they're in the Safari Zone. I get why, because they're near Fuchsia City. But, well, okay, no, before this, before they find out where they are, they see a, a herd of Tauros that are running. And I love how Ash decides to send out Pikachu and Pikachu it seems to be a running joke in a couple episodes where he finds reasons to not fight and he's done it several times but I love this one where he's asleep it's cute Pikachu's got this really nice personality of uh, well this this little trait of sometimes he just doesn't want to fight and he won't blindly fight like a lot of them he's like nope not gonna get involved in this. No way, Ash. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want to be part of this. I'm gonna pretend I'm asleep. I quite like being alive. One tiny mouse versus literally a stampeding horde of bulls. So it turns out they're a big pea ranch, which is not hilarious at all. Big pranch. Big pranch. And do you know the girl's name? I forgot her name. I think it was Lara. That's the one. She's like Lara Laramie or something like that. And they're they're like the Laramie family, but they're also the Laramie clan. And she has a Growlithe and a Ponytar. And she's like, yeah, this is my Ponytar. It's great. It's hard to tame. And, you know, don't touch it because the flame's really hot. And I just like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just touch the fire. No one saw that joke coming. It's not like people get electrocuted or burnt alive for jokes all the time in Pokemon or anything. That's a bit later on where Ash and Ponytar are wounded from an explosion and Pikachu runs over to them and electrocutes them, and suddenly they're fine. But that's not how electricity works. It's literally an attack. You can't get revitalized with electricity. That's not a thing that can happen. Water, maybe, I can understand that, but you can't electrocute someone to feeling much better. So they're on the Big P Ranch, and apparently that's where they breed some really good Pokemon, and they're stronger than most Pokemon, and you're quite lucky if you get a Big P Pokemon. I'm like, I can't take that seriously. So, Lara, I'm so glad you know her name. I would have just keep saying... The girl. Yeah, I forgot her name halfway through watching, so I made sure to listen for it near the end. I know the guy's name is Dario because it's like, it reminds me of Daria, but I couldn't remember her name. I was like, this is kind of sexist of my brain to be like, there's a woman there, what's her name? I don't care. Well, the only thing important about her is a Pokemon and a family name. Not even a family name, just a Pokemon, really. The, the family name's just a, a thing. But Growlithe is really cool. Yeah, Growlithe's cute. It's a cute puppy pokemon it sits on charmander to stop it from fighting i really like growlithe and arcanine so i was happy to see it turn up also i know she's racing with a, a ponytar but arcanine's apparently the fastest pokemon but she doesn't have an arcanine but she could try and evolve growlithe this needs a, a firestone yeah i'm sure she can find one of those just lying around she could probably go and search for one but she has to stay and look after the ranch they're a big clan we saw no other members of this clan <laughs> Maybe that's not even a clan. Maybe it's just it's all a ruse. It's just a clan of one. But she mentions how there's a race that conveniently happens the next day. So why don't they stay and watch the race? And then you meet Dario and his Dodrio. A Dodrio are nightmarish looking creatures. Especially when there's a swarm of them. They're terrifying. Apparently they evolve from Dojo by one of the heads essentially splitting in two to become the two other heads. That's awful sounding. That sounds like a nightmare. Also, I noticed in this episode, there's a lot of Pokedex entries. He's done Tauros, he's done Growlithe, he did Dodrio, and Ponyta. Okay, that's four. And that's only in the first, like, five minutes. Significant amount. And I've got a note, and I can't remember who says something, but it's something along the lines of, 
It takes more than speed to win a race. I think Lara's saying it to Dario, who's boasting about his Dodrio. That's the only time I can think of it making sense. Speed is literally the thing that races are for. Not necessarily. I mean, you get races like triathlons where you have to be good at multiple things. Still speed, though. And also endurance. Yeah, but it's mostly speed. And skill. And balance. Mostly speed, though, isn't it? Agility. Yeah, but there's also speed there. And training. Lots and lots of training. You can have just speed by itself, but you couldn't just be the most powerful. But it isn't just being fast. Yeah, but I think of all the things it takes to win a race, I think the number one thing is speed. It depends on the conditions of the race, and in this case, it's an obstacle course. Still speed, though. I'm still going to say speed. It's not Sonic the Hedgehog. Gotta go fast. It's gotta go fast. No, it's not. Gotta go fast on the Big P Ranch. So there's a festival that night, because there's always a festival. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. There's a very important character moment for Ash. Okay. In the moment when Growlithe is on Charmander, he knows that he should send out a Squirtle against a Fire-type Pokemon. Okay. He's learning! <laughs> Slowly getting there. He knows about the basic types. He knows that water is good against fire. Well done for him. It's only taken him like two and a half months. He was told in the first episode on the TV that water was good against fire. Or even by basic logic of fire is put out by water. But no, you know, it's taken him two months of travelling with literally a water gym leader who can tell you at any time that water's good against fire types. No, he'll probably send out Pikachu. Ash is an idiot and I don't like him. I don't care about him being this person who has to achieve all the things all the time. There's a festival. Seems like more just a town market to me. No, it's a celebration before the race. Probably just a market around the Pokemonathon, which it's not. It's just a Pokemon race. I think the most important bit we take away from this is that they sell giant chocolate Magikarp and they look delicious. I didn't spot those, but I want one now. Ash had it. I try not to look at his face too closely. The dumbness might be contagious. Chocolate Magikarp. Why would you make a Chocolate Magikarp? Yeah, if you just Google Chocolate Magikarp, the first image is from the episode. There must be better Pokemon that you could make out of chocolate. It's a Chocolate Magikarp. A Chocolate Pikachu could work, because it's sort of like no. Easter Bunny shaped, almost. No. Fine. I'll scrap that idea. It's like, no, that's a dumb idea. You can literally buy in po the Pokemon Centers sweets which have got Pokemon designs on them. There are probably chocolate Pikachus in the real world and I'm like, no, that's a dumb idea. Anyway, does anything actually happen in this festival market thing? Not really, just every single person seems to be going, good luck, Lara, good luck on the thing. Why do they like her so much? Because she's part of this clan which I'm pretty sure is code for like the Mafia or something. But then Dario, who we know is the bad guy because he turned up earlier and was basically just like, I am the bad guy. He's got the, the, the bad guy look, which is the, the sharper eyes and, and the, the pointy eyebrows. And he's got the dumb accent as well. He's essentially Gary Oak with a different hairstyle. So many dumb accents episode, though. Lara's was a bit weird. It's just tons of weird farmy accents. Yeah, so he turns up and says that Yatoros are all being crazy for some reason. Go and sort it out. And... They do, and Lara is on the ponytar for some reason, and she didn't get off the ponytar, and something flashes past, and she falls off and hurts her arm, so she can't race. But she looks at Ash, who is trying to stop Ponytar from freaking out. Which why would po why would Ponytar freak out? It's literally designed to battle. That is what a Pokemon does. But something happened, and its trainer fell off it, and now it's freaking out. But that happened, and I was like, yeah, Ash is gonna ride Ponytar. Because he's a very skilled horse rider. He's had years of experience. Literally seconds of experience. Literally got on Ponytar that one time that night and then the next day for the race. 
But we find out that the little thing that flashed past was actually Meowth because Dario has paid Team Rocket for some reason so that they can throw off the match so that he can win and become part of the clan and get money because that's apparently what you do with the clan. Somehow get rich. I'm not entirely sure how this entire system works. Surely if you're part of the clan, it's it's more of a, a namesake and like a, a trophy in that way. It's not an actual legal thing. Like I'm sure you won't get legal say in what happens to the business. I can't see the rest of the clan being okay with him selling Pokemon or whatever he was planning to do to make money. Surely if he's underhanded and sneaky and kind of an arse, you can be like, well, no, you can not be part of this group now. I don't think that he can say, well, no, I won the race. I can do the thing. I'm sure they can say, no, well, you won the race, but you're still kind of an ass, so you can leave now. Bye-bye. It's a bad plan. But then it gets kind of okay after this. I mean, I really enjoyed the race, well, for the most part. I love the lineup, except it's super unfair. There's literally a guy running on an electrode. He does really well. I know, but the electrode can only go as fast as he can run. And if you look at how he has to run, if you look at how a ball rolls, he's got to run backwards in order to get electrode to move forward. Electrode can only go as fast as the guy can run backwards. And also Pikachu and Squirtle are there. It's cute, but also Pikachu is faster than Squirtle is, naturally. So, But Squirtle is heavier. But Pikachu can run faster by itself than it can on Squirtle. I think, really, they're just there for a joke. And to... Uh shock Ash back into life later. They're not actual contenders. Rhyhorn is okay because Rhyhorn racing is a thing that's in like a later season and also Rhyhorn is the best. Onyx will be kind of slow because it's it's a giant snake made of rock. But yeah, it's a nice lineup. It's better than everybody being on the Atoros or something. We've got different groups of Pokemon. Yeah, it's a pretty big spectacle. It was alright. So the race happens there's not much to say about the race it was it was quite good team rocket shot a marble at tauros and took out tauros and nidorina then there was a pitfall trap and electrode exploded because we've not seen that before it's exploding pokemon of course it's going to explode all the time it looks so happy as well so then ash and ponytail are all knocked out and it's like oh no what do we do how do we help this situation and then pikachu turns up and electrocutes them that magically fixes everything, because electricity is actually healing power. The power was inside Pikachu all along. They get back to the race, and then they get to a place where there's water, and Rhyhorn just jumps in the water and drowns immediately. And I'm like, no! No, you've really literally got to help that Pokemon, because it, it cannot breathe in water. It's all fun and games that he's underwater and drowned, but he cannot swim. He is going to die if you don't get that Rhyhorn out of the water right now. So I got immediately upset, because... Rhyhorn might potentially die. And then Onyx is there and Onyx is like, nope, I'm out. I'm done. And Brock's like, that's okay. He did good. And I'm like, yeah, look at him being nice to his Pokemon. Understanding their limitations of the giant snake made of rock does not go in the water. It's funny how they just sort of arrive at a river and just go, nah, I'm done. Nah, that's the end of it. We're done. It's fine. Nope, not happening. That's it. I'm done. And then there's part of the race where they have to stop and eat food for some reason. Doesn't quite make sense. It's a pit stop. But then Team Rocket appear and, and they have a cloud of smoke <laughs> to uh, hide their misdoings. And I'm like, surely there's a police force dedicated to stopping Team Rocket. Or at least Ash could get someone to stop Team Rocket. They're literally stalking a 10-year-old kid. So just going in the same direction as them all the time. Okay, no, they're, they're stalking the child to steal the Pikachu. It's all a coincidence. I'd still get some police officers involved because 
they are clearly stalking this child. Ash cannot think logically. No, he's literally just learned that water's better than fire. It's going to be a while before he learns, oh, the police can help me with these criminals that are following me around. Unless there's that one episode where he decides he's going to solve the case. Like the police have tried to solve the case of the missing kids for three days, but Ash is here for half an hour and it's all solved. Ash and co can solve any problem. Yeah, with the power of friendship. But yeah, it's the final stretch of the race. And it's always going to be the final stretch of the race, which is just one-on-one, the rival and the main person. And then um, this is like the third episode where a Pokemon has evolved for no reason. Okay, evolve now. Why? Uh. I reckon Ash triggers evolution. You think he's like a universal evolution stone or something? Just being in the vicinity of him helps your Pokemon evolve because Ash carries the plot on his shoulders all the way around the Kanto region. After the end of the race, I was so convinced that she was going to give Ash Rapidash. No. I felt like she was going to be like, oh, you really understand Rapidash. Why don't you take it along for your adventure? I'll see it again someday. Well, no, they can't do that because then they'd have to travel more quickly between places. And also he would get rid of Charmander. Also, I just realised, why is it called the Flame Pokemonathon when they're not all Flame Pokemon? Because there's a Flame Pokemon in it and the titles are bad. And it's not a marathon either. No, it's not. The whole title is just wrong. It promised me flame Pokemon. There was only three. And two of those were not involved in any sort of a fun at all. Any more notes for you? I'm, I'm done with my little rant. I liked the bits with Lara and her ponytail when it wasn't Ash involved because they had quite a nice bond. But somehow Ash managed to trigger evolution. Yeah, and that kind of sucks for Lara. Imagine that. You spent years with this one Pokemon and you thought you trust each other so much and then some child turns up goes on a race wins the race you're training for and also evolves your pokemon just kind of replaced her poor lara not very good is it pokemon you're not very good with your stories here all i'm getting from this is that you can train and work as hard as you can but randomly a 10 year old can appear and do a better job than you there's always somebody more talented than you out there and it just so happens to be this child this child is the very best any more notes i did like the battle with team rocket it was very just classic Team Rocket battle. I don't remember it, if I'm honest. They did the classic motto, and then there was some back and forth, and then Weezing sent gas towards the Ponytail, and it got set on fire, and then they blasted off. So it was just classic run-of-the-mill Team Rocket, and sometimes that's just nice. Don't say classic, say just generic, because it can't be classic, it's just generic. It's stuff that you're nostalgic for. There's been a lot of variation recently. So it's good for it to get back to its roots sometimes. Yeah, they didn't have any inventions or anything this time, except if you, unless you count the slingshot. They didn't invent the slingshot. They could have. You don't know this. You don't know what happens in this universe. I think that's everything. Cool. What was your favourite thing? Anything but Dario. Dario just sucked. He had an annoying accent and was just an annoying person. He was just like another Gary, basically. Yeah. Except Gary's cool. Gary is our man. He's not. He is. I don't endorse Gary at all. I do. Gary's my favourite. Remember that one time where they had the beauty contest and Gary just turned up and went, I'm here and I'm going to win because I'm me. And everyone's like, yay! Yeah, and your point is? I'll just start to remind you of that fact. It was a great episode. It wasn't. It should absolutely not have been banned. My favourite things episode was Rhyhorn because Rhyhorn is the best. I disagree. Okay, no, actually, um, my, honestly, um, I really like the lineup of all the Pokemon racing. It was quite varied and it was it was really cool. Just so having the people that Rhyhorn was one of them. Also, there's like four ground types there. Well, two ground types and two Pokemon that evolve into ground types because they had Nidorino and Nidorina. Ah, uh, technicalities. And then also Electro Dude. He gets a special shout out because that's just an awful idea. It's not even a good idea. It's 
I'm going to run backwards on top of this ball Pokemon. He must be extremely talented. I suppose, at the speed he was going. He must have practiced a lot longer than two seconds the night before. But it's okay, because Ash is there. So he can do that and win. He has no experience in horse riding. <laughs> Unbridled rage for that child. Overall thoughts? It was a decent filler episode. Yeah, it was filler. It was okay. The, the race was kind of interesting, but it was... It just happened. The filler just happens. It reminded me of the fact that Ash will always go to an event and win because he can. Because that's what the main character does. Pretty much every episode is just find a problem, they solve the problem. I think Pokemon's starting to wear thin on me now. They need to mix it up more. <laughs> I like the bigger arcs. When we had the St. Anne arc and we had the Sabrina arc, even though it was like there were mini arcs, there were still good things. He had clear sub-quests. His main goal was to defeat all the gym leaders, but he had smaller goals in between, but now he hasn't really got one apart from go and get the next badge. I want there to be some episodes where he goes and does a thing for a couple of episodes. But even the mini-arcs are just full of episodes where they have a problem in the episode that they solve. Well, I've got a similar problem with uh, the Digimon episodes at the moment, because they all seem to... they don't seem to be going anywhere. Like, they have the goal of find the child, but we're on, like, the third episode where they're still trying to find the child, and I just don't care anymore. I think that's why I'm upset. <laughs> Because Ash has been going on this adventure, yeah, it's really great, but we haven't had a good set of episodes at the moment. They've all been loosely linked together, and you could quite easily cut out a lot of these. I want there to be a series of maybe three episodes where he has to go and do a thing specifically to do the next thing. But he hasn't had that. And with Digimon, we've got, you know, look for the child. And they're still f just floating around doing the same thing. The past two gym battles in Pokemon, he's just one in the same episode where he's found them. They need to have more variety, more interesting episodes, or just overarching plots that don't just get sorted in one episode. I'm concerned that because there are bigger plots, like when he does the Pokemon League and stuff, it gets quite interesting because then there's, instead of things he has to solve, there are new battles, like new opponents every episode and i'm scared that we don't even get to the elite four with our walkthrough so we don't even get to the good bits of the show from what i remember they're not even that good they're better than i've just turned up at a farm this is not even where i'm supposed to be but i guess i'm gonna save the day anyway can we move on yep the second episode we're watching is out on the town matt and tk are on the ride home when TK and Patamon argue over nothing, so Patamon flies away, leading them all straight into a filler plot. Gotsumon and Pumpkinmon cause trouble around town, and pull Matt and TK into all of it, until Myotismon appears and reprimands his henchmen for slacking off. They turn on Matt and TK, and then unturn, only to be killed by Myotismon. We feel sad now. Gabumon digivolves to Wergurumon. Patamon returns and digivolves to Angemon. They take on Myotismon, there's some explosion, and then Myotismon is unharmed and retreating. I don't know, does it even matter? Then TK and Matt reminisce about the 10 minutes they spent with Pokemon and Gatsuman and feel sad. There's no backstory to these people and they're there and then it's, oh, now they're dead. Go on, you feel sad now. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really feel sad. Okay, let's actually try and discuss it a bit. So it starts with... Pumpkinmon and Gotsumon on the roof of a car and apparently they're arguing about driving. Even though they're not driving, they're on the roof of a car. This episode's so weird, but I've just written notes as my brain goes along. So Pumpkinmon is an ultimate and Gotsumon is a rookie. Apparently I needed to tell people that. Yeah, they're a similar size. I like Pumpkinmon. Pumpkinmon's cute. It's a, literally just a pumpkin with an axe in its head and then its body's made out of cloth or some sort of sack or something. And then Gotsumon's just 
a man made out of rocks. And then we see Matt and TK on the train talking to each other. And I thought there was some really cool imagery here where they're talking and then the they're looking at each other's reflection. Yeah, it's a nice conversation. It was quite cool. It was a good little bit. It's a bit mushy. Matt had to tell us that TK is his little brother and he has to look after his little brother a little bit too much. If you didn't notice, TK is Matt's little brother and they don't live together. They say the word brother in conversation way too much. Like, I don't talk to my brother and, and tell him often that we're brothers. Shall we meet up next weekend because we are brothers? But we're brothers, but we don't live together, but we're still brothers. Is that how your conversations go with your brother? He'd probably be like, Sam, why, why are you talking like this? What's wrong? with you yeah and sunomon literally uses is the phrase that's a digi mouthful do you have a problem with this what is a digi mouthful it's not a digi word neither is a digi word it's better than digi mouthful digi word is a word with digi in front of it digi mouthful is is just a mouthful it's a mouthful with digi in front of it dumb just like this fight between tk and patamon because Patamon's like, oh, things are happening here. And then TK's like, you are not shouldn't listen to our conversation, even though you're literally within earshot. It's so dumb. They had to find a, a, re a reason for them to be off the train and have this thing happen. So TK goes, why are you listening to our conversation? And Patamon's like, I'm never going to speak to you again. I'm going to run away. <laughs> even though, like, this is the second time they've had a fight and had to split up. Patamon's just like, oh, I like it when you two get all soppy. The TK's just like, I hate you. Go away. You're stupid for listening to our conversation. You can plainly hear. Oh, you hurt my feelings guess i better fly away now fine i'm gonna go we should get off the train and look for him no i'm gonna be angry into the last second so we can't get off the train and now we have to go look for him properly oh uh, it's so dumb but i suppose kids do get into fights over dumb things sometimes and they are the youngest of the group but then it cuts back to pumpkinmon and gotsumon and pumpkinmon is gambling it's cool i like them they're the best bit of this episode they're really interesting villains because they're not villains they're just two people who want to just have a good time yeah, they're not really evil Digimon. They're more just hooligans. They're just people with evil streaks, but they're not really evil streaks. They're just like evil tendencies, like stealing ice cream. I don't think they actually mean to be evil. It's just that they don't understand what crimes are. So they just get into trouble all the time. But they're not actually going out actively to hurt anyone. No, they are pretty funny though, because like there's the bit where they bump into totally not Yoli, but has Yoli's voice actor. I thought it sounded like Beoman. I think they're the same person. I knew it was some main character. She says, you missed Halloween or something like that. And the way Pumpkinmon's like, What's Halloween? They doesn't make a big thing about it. It's just like, they kind of remind me of Impmon from season three, a little bit. They're a bit mischievous and they just want to do whatever they want to do without regarding other people's safety or the fact that they're just stealing from people. Just want to have fun. They're in a new, literally a new world and they want to try all these things that are going on here. And they're cute, especially when they end up wearing tiny human clothes. That little scene where it's like, oh, I think this makes me look fat. I don't think it makes you look fat. You should try it on then. They change clothes and it's like, yeah, this is cool. They're trying on little clothes and I thought it was really cute. It's also all really pointless. But this entire episode is pointless. It's like, look at these things. Now feel sad for the things because now they're not here anymore. Ha ha ha. Don't you feel sad because we've taken the things away from you? And you're like, not really. They're just kind of fun, Digimon. Tika and Matt spend most of their time just chasing after them yeah in that regard they're kind of annoying as well they waste a lot of time well they see patamon fly past and instead of knocking on the window or anything they run outside and apparently patamon who can normally fly you know at walking pace apparently can fly super fast now because they get outside the shop and they can't find him he's gotten stronger i guess but not to fly faster he's literally fl he flies past so slowly 
and casually. So TK is upset because they can't find Patamon, but it's okay because Pumpkin went and got someone bought them ice cream, which they stole. And they're like, we don't want the ice cream because we stole it. Gabumon, you don't want the ice cream, do you? And it's like Gabumon stood there like facing the screen and the ice cream and he's just staring at it like, I want the ice cream. I want it so much. And then here comes the drama queen, has a bolt of lightning and here's my Otismon. My Otismon is bad in this episode. I need to be so dramatic and here's all this stuff going on. And he calls them losers. What sort of evil villain calls their henchmen losers? A dark. He's right there. He could grab the crests himself. He could even defeat the kids because there's one Digimon between the two of them. Literally have my Otismon and Pumpkinmon fight Gabumon and Gotsumon could kill TK and Matt, just throw a rock at their heads. They're soft and squishy, they'll die really easily. But no, he's like, get the crests from them. I will stand here and watch you do it. For some reason, he has to stand there and watch other people do it. He doesn't attack the kids when they're right in front of him. Instead, he sends the henchmen after them and then he kills the henchmen. Wait, 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 you're getting ahead of yourself a little bit because we see Patamon. And Patamon is Sadmon. Patamon is sad on top of a lamp and underneath... There's two girls having a conversation and it's so easy to find someone at the park. Yeah, it is totally easy to find someone at the park. It's basically just Patamon, go to the park. Bad writing is bad. It gives a reason for Patamon to go to the park. It gives sad Patamon a goal. Then the, the murder happens because they failed him again. And it's like, it's so dumb. He's, all Motus wants does is spend his time in a coffin and then his minions turn up and they don't succeed because they're basically rookie levels or tiny Digimon. And if they don't succeed, he's like, oh, you're so dumb. You couldn't do this thing, you loser. I'm going to murder you now. It's like, well, that's not how you get minions and followers. You certainly don't act holier than thou and then murder them when they fail. What is even in it for any of these minions? What do they get? Nothing, really. I guess they don't get killed by my Otismon. <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty sure all of his minions together could probably kill my Otismon. I don't know how many of them are left at this point. Pumpkinmon and Gotsumon got killed, so now you feel sad. Are you feeling sad? Very sad, mainly because I've got a cold and it's not nice. We're now told that we should now press 1 to feel sad. Matt is very sad. He's very sad and angry at my Otismon for killing his friends that he knew for all of 10 minutes. They were just trying to have fun, Sam. I know, I get this. And then he killed them. I know, but they're like the best people ever because they were here for a small amount of time and did some petty crime. So dumb. So then Wegarurumon happens, which is okay. And honestly, I like the fight in this. It's quite dynamic. It's in a city. They're jumping around and destroying stuff. They're bursting through into buildings where there are people. It's all kind of cool. It's really cool. It's better than just stand in the sky, use attack, thing gets destroyed we win. Matt and TK end up on top of a building, don't they? I have no idea. How do they end up on top of a building? I don't know. There is a point where they are definitely on top of a building, because that's when TK goes, wait, I was dumb, and then long-range digivolution happens. Patamon's evolution happens out of nowhere, which is really good. We get Anjuman. What I thought was really interesting is it cuts to almost like Patamon's perspective, because before the evolution happens, it's like the world's being blotted out with white. And I thought, if that's what they see when they evolve, that like the world sort of disintegrates around them and then they go into this weird subspace and evolve, that'd be pretty cool. It's the first time we see Anjaman in like 20 episodes. This is literally the second time he's evolved, which is cool. And then I've got a note saying, so glad they didn't play Hey Digimon. They're using the normal dramatic music because it's really good for this fight. My next note is, oh wait, there it is. I can't believe you expected anything different at this point. They've paid money for a song. They're going to put it in every episode they can. Yeah, and then... Where Gurumon and Anjumon tag team Myotismon, there's some big explosion. And then Myotismon's, I'm going to leave now. I'm going to retreat now because you're losers. 
I'm going to retreat because this filler episode is almost over. Yes. And then they did evolve back into their smaller forms. But then my favourite bit is just Patamon in TK's arms. Mm. I'm back with my person and also I did good. And I was like, yeah, you did good, Patamon. You just look so content. It's so stretched out. Yeah, he is like really long for some reason. Yeah, and then Matt and TK do a bit of walking past all the places where petty crimes happened and then they feel sad again. Look at these places we were literally here 10 minutes ago. Do you remember when these things happened? Now I feel sad. This episode expects you to feel sad a lot for characters you barely know. It'd be pretty good if they were introduced in a couple episodes before. But no, you meet them in this episode and it's you feel sad now. Look, they've gone away. Oh, how sad is that? They've gone to the dungeon. Wherever they've gone. They died. No, they've just gone somewhere else. Gone to the afterlife because they died. What's your favourite thing? Pumpkinmon, because it's got some really good lines, like the, uh, the hell's Halloween kind of line and stuff. And just being a tiny little pumpkin sack child thing is cute. Okay, my favourite thing was Gatoman. Okay. Gatomon was in this? Gatomon was in it at the very end, and she's staking out Kari's house. Oh, with a super sultry line. Gatomon is the only one in this series that actually does anything logical. For example, when she finds the eighth child, she sticks around. They were like, oh yeah, we forgot that we should really make some advance on this plot, and then stick it at the end. Oh, Gatomon's still near Kari. I don't care. I'm sad right now. You told me to be sad. I don't know what to do next. You probably missed it because you were busy crying. Overall thoughts? It was kind of funny. The fight was really good. I, li- I liked the fight. My thoughts were it was really bad. Digimon cannot do good filler. Actually, to be honest, this arc, like I said earlier, is basically filler. We know that they need to find the child. And for the last three episodes, it's just been, maybe the child's over here. Oh. This is the fifth episode where they're still looking for the child. Get on with it! I feel like they could have cut out two episodes and then it would have been a decent length to find the child. But five episodes is kind of a long time. Yeah, the next episode is the eighth child revealed. So they'll finally find out. The last five episodes have been filler. The plot has not advanced at all in these episodes. They've sent many minions to somewhere. But apart from that, like, nothing's really changed. So we can confirm that Digimon is put filler. I want Digimon to stop doing the filler. Now it's time for Mano e Mano, where we talk about the similarities and differences in these episodes. And we also do Monsters of the Week, because that's the thing we do. And mine is Electrode, because the guy running on it is really dumb and also kind of funny. He wanted a race, and he was like, mm, I don't really have a Pokemon I can race in or on. I have a ball. I could stand on the ball, and it could spin. I'll do that. That's a good thing I'm going to do. And it was funny. And he actually got kind of far. Yeah, he was doing well until he got sabotaged. He'd have struggled at the water section, though. My monster of the week was Squirtle. It carried a Pikachu in a race, and it was adorable. Yeah, it was cute. And it also pulled some really funny faces. Best storyline? Pokemon. Yeah, I said they're both filler, so they're both as relevant. At no point did Pokemon try and make you feel sad and fail at it completely. A girl did break her arm, though, in Pokemon. She didn't break her arm, she just knocked it. Team Rocket broke a girl's arm. They're awful people. They did actual criminally thing. Like the time they literally dropped explosives on Ash to kill him. Team Rocket are actually pretty violent at times. They broke a girl's arm, and all she wanted to do was ride her horse in the big race. Any themes? The only similarities I've got are, there was a lot of running, 
and there was a lot of filler. I've got that there were snacks. That's my theme. There was there was there were so different, but I had snacks because the chocolate magic carp and also the ice cream, which would go great together. Which episode did you enjoy the most? Can you guess? Would it be Pokemon? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna agree. I mean, I'm not happy about Ash being this chosen one who can achieve things all the time, but it makes sense from a plot standpoint because you wouldn't want to watch a hundred episodes of Ash going to a place, finding a thing competing and losing in the first round this entire episode of digimon was just so dumb yeah but you felt sad didn't you no then you didn't do what they said it did nothing they said to feel sad so feel sad it did nothing well except patamon looks cute tk says that if we hadn't had a fight you wouldn't have left the, the, the train and then we wouldn't have met them and they'd still be alive and it's like yes it's all your fault you killed them tk you diverge from the plot because you had a fight for no reason. Get back to the plot so nobody else dies. TK's basically a murderer now. He had a fight with a tiny flying pig, and then a pumpkin and a pile of stones both died. You should have seen it coming. So that means the score is 18-15 to Pokemon. Join us again next time, and we'll be watching episode 34. The Eighth Child Revealed and the Kangaskhan Kid. It's a lot of titles from Pokemon starting with the word the. This is what happens is with Pokemon, I'm like, oh, this is a good one. I like this one. And then I watch it. And I'm like, maybe next one. Surely there's a good one somewhere. What's essentially happening is we're both plowing through my nostalgia and taking it apart piece by piece. These episodes don't hold up very well. I wonder when the actual plot of Pokemon continues. Well, he's been getting gym badges still, steadily. It's just so much filler in between each of them. I suppose, but they don't feel as climbing like the last really tense fight was Sabrina. Yeah, the others were just too easy. I mean, Kogos, he literally just stumbled upon. She's like, oh, I'm in the gym? Okay. Yeah. I will fight you now, and I win the fight. Yeah, I got the badge. Now to go and win a race. But you can't ride a Pokemon. I will do it, because I can. You've never done it before, so why would you think you can? Because I can. Where can they listen to more of us? They can listen to more of us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes, where we like getting reviews and comments. And you can message us via our sad book, Sadder, Sadler, with the sad thread, and sad mail, which are all linked in the sad notes. Thank you for listening to us. I'm sad. Are you sad? Okay, so I feel like I've enjoyed watching the episodes and talking about the episodes, but the overall episodes aren't that good i think it's because it's just it's just the first season and it's gonna have that first season teething issues you're assuming that things are going to get better i hope they get better there are a lot more episodes for us to do and i cannot deal with them all being bad we know what to expect with digimon with pokemon could be anything see even then it's been a while since i watched adventure and i have not watched zero two in a long time because i do not like season two it gives me heartburn thinking about season two i don't wanna it's fine it's fine we've just got to get through this first as long as pokemon okay for season two we should be okay i'll start giving yokai watch points if i if i don't like anything else bye bye butterfree primate Seventeen fifteen to Pokemon, and this time we're watching episode thirty-three, the Flame Pokemonathon, and out on the town. Cut music number one. Did he get it right? Did he get the score right? Yes, you did. Yes, you remembered two remember. numbers.
I, I forgot. I keep forgetting. So <laughs> there's so many things that we do on a weekly basis, twice weekly basis that I don't remember to do. But you got it. But I'll get there eventually. I can't take that seriously. I can't take the fact that they're big pea Pokemon. <laughs> Why are you sniggering for? What's funny? <laughs> do tell me what the joke is with the big pea Pokemon. <sighs> no. 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 Okay. There's two girls having a conversation, and it's so easy to find someone at the park. Yeah, it is totally easy to find someone at the park. We should go to the park where it's easy to find someone. Are we going to the park now? We should go to the park right now. We're going to the park. It's going to be easy to find someone at the park. It's essentially the conversation they have. It's basically just, Patamon, go to the park. You should go to the park right now. Why? We don't know, because you can find people there. How plot convenient we're having this conversation about fly about going to the park. Why are we saying it like this? It's so weird. I know you're going to the park. You know I'm going to the park. We both know we're going to the park. So why are we saying that we're going to the park? It's weird and, 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 and clunky. What clunky writing we've suddenly decided to start talking about. Why are we talking about going to the park? Is it because it's easy to find people there? I think you've made uh, maybe. your point. <laughs> uh, bad writing is bad. And honestly, I like the fight in this. It's quite... Um, let me find out what the words I used. I think I used the word dynamic. Yeah. No, I used the word interesting. There we go. Because it's <laughs> that's a better word. Innocent. Yeah. Oh, with a super sultry line. Yes. It's like, oh, you are. I can't do sultry. I just turn into oh, <laughs> <laughs> vaguely confused elderly woman. <laughs> oh, I'm a ghost. Oh, something's happening somewhere. So I've been distracted. There's a there's a guy walking on the street opposite me in the skinniest jeans known to mankind. Have we seen this guy before? Because I swear you've pointed this person out to me. I don't know, but he's not walking healthily. Hmm. Like, he's walking using his lower half of his legs. So, like, his top half of his legs aren't moving because he can't bend them. Why would you wear these things? I just want to look, like, super malnourished. Like, so malnourished. It's so good. I need to look like it's uncomfortable to move. Because it is. And people need to know this. Honestly, when I become overlord of the planet, everybody's getting a boiler suit in dark grey. And that's what we're all no. wearing. And that's be so... <laughs> what do you mean, no? no? You don't get a choice when I'm overlord of the universe. When I am Overlord, you will wear your boiler suit. I will not. I like pretty things Unless it's too summer, much. in which case you get boiler shorts. Which is essentially a boiler suit with the trout, with the short, with the legs and arms cut off. That's what everybody's wearing. No. Fine, you can all wear onesies. No. You don't get a say when I'm Overlord. You'll never be Overlord, so. You can dream. I can did you dream. Where can you listen to more of us? Um, just right now. You're listening to more of us right now. That is true. It's amazing. Look at it. It's still happening. Just keep listening. <gasps> so much more. Just keep listening We're going to keep us. talking we'll just... forever. Yeah. 73 never ends. Mm.